I was breaking into my own house, trying to sneak in through the window. I smelled like smoke and booze, and my mom had just pulled into the driveway. This wasn't going to end well. Find out how I got here and what happens next after the music. You're listening to 7-Minute Stories with Aaron Califato. This is Season 4. For those of you who are smokers, no offense intended, please understand that. This is just an experience I had. Uh, and as you could hear in the preview, it had some very hilarious consequences. So first, this all happened when I was in eighth grade. Eighth grade was a rough year. By the way, I think it's a rough year for a lot of people. Hormones feeling isolated. I still hadn't dealt with my parents' divorce in the way I probably should have processed that. Carried a lot of anger. I was five foot, 80 pounds, literally five feet tall, 80 pounds in eighth grade. So I was a shrimp. Uh, Girls didn't really like me. I liked girls. They didn't like me. I was pissed off about that. Didn't fit in with a lot of the kids there. Couldn't find my group, my tribe. And eventually I did though, but the kids I fell into they all kind of had a hard time coming up too. And I really didn't compare to them, but they were the ones that accepted me, didn't judge me, but they were also the ones that were smoking at an early age and experimenting with drugs. But they were loyal and I appreciated and needed that loyalty. And so there's like two parts of me. There's the true self, myself, who I knew was just going through things and needed to find my way through it. And there was another part of me that was angry and wanted to kind of rebel and needed a way to get that anger out. And so as I'm hanging out with this new crew of kids, I felt a little left out and they all smoked when we would walk home from school, everyone's smoking. I was like, you know, maybe I should try to participate in that. So there was this girl in my math class. I won't say her first name. I, I don't even need to make it up because I know she probably lives around here where I live. Either way, I knew she smoked and she was actually a really nice girl, but I asked her, Hey, I'm thinking of trying smoking. <laughs> Do you have any cigarettes I could borrow? She's like, you smoke? I was like, I'm looking into it. <laughs> she goes, I think I can give you a couple cigarettes. I'll bring them tomorrow. Next day comes, she comes to math class. She's got it in her book bag. We have to be very covert about this. By the way, if I get caught, I'm in trouble. I suspended all this stuff. So the stakes are already really high. She brings in this crumpled up pack of Marlboro Reds. There was like three cigarettes in there. I had never touched a cigarette, came close to a cigarette. Neither of my parents smoked. It felt like I was breaking the law. And I think technically I was breaking the law. Anyways, it doesn't matter. She hands me the cigarettes and I sneak them in my book bag. And from math class to the end of the day, I'm paranoid. I am for sure that I'm going to be found out. All day long, I think teachers are looking at me funny. I get on the bus at the end of the day. I swear the bus driver's kind of eyeing me. And I'm thinking, they know. Finally, I get to my house. Finally. And luckily, there was about an hour before my mom got back from work, usually. And so I wanted to try this cigarette. But I knew I couldn't do it in the home, in the front or the backyard. What if my neighbors saw me? We were in the country, but they could still see. So my thought process was, I'm going to go into the back of the woods. We had this giant woods in the back of our house at this time. And I'm going to go back as far as I can 
with enough time to get back so my mom won't know what's going on. I grabbed some matches because I didn't have a lighter. So I grabbed matches, the blue tip matches, and a little crumple of pack of cigarettes. And I go out into the woods. And I went out about a mile, maybe mile and a half. It didn't seem far enough because I kept looking back thinking, well, if my mom sees me, what if one of the neighbors see me in the woods? Who knows? Because people came back there. What if they reported me and telephoned my mom? Guess who I saw smoking in the woods? Finally, I said, listen, I've walked far enough. And I kind of kneel down next to this tree. I get the little cigarette out. I got my matches and a couple times trying to light it. I'm leaning against the back of this tree, kind of like I'm hiding. I got the cigarette. My hands are shaking, shaking. And I finally light the cigarette and I take a puff. And at first I pretend to inhale like I have it in my mouth and I blow out. And I'm just observing. How do I look when I'm doing this? <laughs> do I look cool? Does it look natural? The guys think I'm like, the, I've done this before. And I said to myself, I probably should try to inhale. So I took a puff and I inhaled. And just like the movies, literally, I start coughing uncontrollably. My lungs are burning and I Ralph all over myself. So now, by the way, it's fall. So it's like 40 degrees. I Ralph on myself. I'm covered in leaves that are sticking to me and I'm freaking out because now I got to get home. What am I going to do? My mom's going to kill me. I think fast. I run to the creek, which is a little higher than usual because we had a snow and then it melted and the creek was moving. So I took off my shirt. It's 40 degrees. I wrap up my shirt, all the Ralph and the leaves and everything and the smoke smell, and I throw it into the creek and it, the creek just takes it away. And I'm like, yes, but that I couldn't get the taste of the smoke out of my mouth. Like it was killing me. And I was like, oh, I hate this. And I swear to God in the creek, sitting up on some rocks, was a six pack of ice house beer unopened. Don't know how it got there. And I just thought, well, maybe I'll just like take a drink of that and that'll get rid of the smoke smell. I was hesitant, but I grabbed a can of this ice house beer. I open it. It explodes all over me. I'm now covered in beer and I still decide to take a sip to try to get the smoke out of my mouth. I couldn't stand the taste. I take a taste of the beer that tastes like piss. I spit the beer out. So now I'm covered in beer, smoke and beer on my breath, no shirt, 40 degrees. And I'm sprinting back home because I know my mom's going to be home any minute. And I went so far back in the woods. I didn't want to get caught. So I'm running through the woods. I run up onto our hill and I can see my mom pulling into the driveway. Oh God, she's here. And I have to think fast. I remembered sometimes when my brother and I would forget our house key, we would break in through the back. There was a kitchen window that you could pry open. I found the little metal piece that we used. I pried open the window and now I'm climbing in, squirming in like a bug into the house and my book bag is getting caught and my butt's getting caught and I can see my mom's parking and she's about to walk into the house. I finally squirt into the house. I fall into the kitchen. I sprint into the bathroom, lock the door. I start running the bath. As she enters the house and she goes, I'm home. Aaron, are you there? I said, yeah, mom, just taking a bath. Long day. And I sat in that hot bath with the water vapor, cleansing myself with Irish spring bar soap, cleansing myself that day and for all time. And after that, cigarettes were never my thing. Neither was beer. But I did develop a particular affinity to this day 
for bar soap. Seven Minute Stories is created and performed by Aaron Califato. Our senior audio engineer is Ken Went. Our resident artist is Pete Whitehead. Original music by TJ Duke. If you or your company needs help starting a podcast, Aaron and Ken's company, Valley View, does just that. Reach out to them at valleyview.fm. Special thanks to our partners at Evergreen Podcasts, and I'm Corey Burse. Make sure to tune in next week for another story.